Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters episode 5 with me, Hannah McIntyre. How are you all? Uh, Thank you so much for continuing to join me on this journey of exploration and me wittering on. Um, Today I want to have a little look at healing. I want to start off by talking about healing and what healing is. So when we're talking about healing here, I'm talking about energy healing, Reiki healing, spiritual healing, anything along along that line uh, that you often hear banded about, you know, what is it? What's it for? What can it do? And how do I get it? So that's what we're going to talk about today. So the basis of all healing in this sort of sector is that you can change the frequency of your energy, the frequency of your vibration, by discarding negative energy, energy that's holding you back, and welcoming in uh, a fresher, more positive, higher vibrational energy. That's the basic way of looking at it. And how my guides explain it to me and to to explain to other people is very much like this. If you imagine your energy, so we're talking about your physical self, but also your energetic self, your aura and all of that as a pint glass. Okay. now your pint glass will have a certain amount of sediment in it. Ew, I know. So um, when you look at your pint glass, depending on where you're at in your healing journey, it could be full to the top or it could be, I would say, if if you've worked hard on your healing and you're still working on your healing, maybe a quarter full. I don't think we ever get fully, completely empty. You know, we are humans having a human experience and that is complex. But somewhere within there to from a quarter full to full with energy that needs to be dealt with, needs to be cleared, needs to be got rid of. 
And so a lot of people have a very simplistic approach to healing, which is, you know, I choose not to think about that which upsets me anymore. I only invite and welcome in good vibes. Now, as an idea, that's a great idea. But as a practice, it's much harder. And actually, if you're at a stage where your pint glass is full or nearly full, there is no space to welcome in positive vibes because anything you call in just runs down the sides of your pint glass. It's already full. If you imagine it under a tap, it's already full. Where's that energy going to go? So your first step on any healing journey is to create space in your pint glass. And even a tiny, tiny molecule will make a difference. So quite often when I see people, when their pint glasses, their metaphorical pint glasses are full, they are very, very tired, feeling very, very low, feeling overwhelmed. They won't be dealing with any of their emotions, anything that comes up for them because they'll be telling themselves they shouldn't feel this way, that things can't change for them, other people have it worse and they'll be in a big cycle of disempowerment. And let's talk for a moment about other people having it worse because that is such a dangerous thought to have. Because yes, other people do have it worse. Somewhere there is some poor soul who is the top of that pyramid, who is the person that has it the worst. But apart from them, everybody can find somebody who has it worse. And it's such a disempowering thought to have, I shouldn't feel like this because other people have it worse. Completely stops your healing process. Anyway, back to healing. So the idea is that all of us vibrate at a certain frequency. And people who are very, very negative, very, very upset all the time, only look for the bad things, only talk about their bad things, they're on a lower vibration. So their frequency is lower. And what they can do is, you know, it's choice, but they can choose to work with healing energy to be able to raise their vibration to a higher level incrementally. You're not going to go from one to 12 in one go, but step by step by step. And in doing so, they change the frequency of their energy change the frequency of their thoughts and then change the energy that they receive via law of attraction. And law of attraction, for anyone who doesn't know what that is, is in very simplistic terms, what you send out to the universe, you get back. So if you're feeling rubbish, feeling sad, feeling unhappy, feeling without hope, that's exactly what you get reflected back from the universe. So it's really, really important to try to work on your healing. And one of the things that I want to say is that healing is an ongoing process. I don't think we are ever done. Um, I think that we are always working, striving, healing. Things are coming up to be dealt with as we evolve and grow, as our energy evolves and grows. Now, I believe that everybody has the capability to heal themselves. Everybody can be that channel for healing energy. And I also believe that healing energy is love. I think it's the energy of love coming in from source, God force, the spirit world, whatever you want to call it, coming in to you 
And that energy shifts and changes and refines your energy so that you're able to deal with the things that are floating around within you that need to be dealt with. And then as you can release them and let them go, they are creating a space in your energy, in your pint glass, for more good energy to come in. So healing has a cumulative, cumulative, there we go, there's the word, cumulative effect. You start and you, it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And very much like all spirit work, you'll hear me say this a hundred times, you know, it's done in a regular practice. It's not something that can be achieved by having a Reiki treatment once every six months. That's not healing. That's having a nice treatment and floating off with some coloured lights. It's not healing. Healing work is about dedicated, consistent effort. So everybody has the ability to heal themselves, I believe. And I do believe it is as simple as saying to the universe, I would like to heal myself now and imagining that energy coming in. And you can imagine it coming in through the palms Um, on your hands or floating in around you and surrounding you and you absorbing it like a sponge but just setting your intention and asking will be enough for you to receive that healing energy and healing's not an exact science you know I believe that the spirit world give us an energy to heal that is intelligent it knows what it needs to deal with. So one of the interesting things about Reiki and what you learn as a Reiki practitioner is that all physical ailments have an emotional counterpart, an emotional source. So for example, one of the ones that I always find really interesting is that quite often you get people with knee pain who are worried about their future or stepping out of their comfort zone because it's causing a physical uh, effect on their body, but it actually comes from fear. So when you're working with healing energy, that healing energy and the spirit world know the best thing to deal with first. And sometimes it's not the physical symptoms. Sometimes it's the emotional and mental symptoms. So the key is not to control it. I always think the best healers are the ones that trust the energy, trust where it's going to flow, trust that everything will be received exactly as it should be. So that's what you're aiming for there, if that makes sense. You're aiming to just allow that energy to flow in. And sometimes you will feel it and sometimes you won't. And sometimes it will be hot and sometimes it will be cold. And sometimes you'll feel like nothing is happening. And sometimes you'll be off tripping the light fantastic with swirling colours behind your eyes and you can't believe it. And that's how healing is because every time you open yourself up with that intention to receive that healing is every time different because the spirit world know exactly what you need. So that's healing in a simplistic term. But actually what healing does is it starts to refine you. It refines your body, it refines your emotions, it refines your mental state. And so as you work with healing, as long as you are dedicated with it and you do it on a regular basis, what you will find happens is you start to change. And sometimes you start to change by things coming up for you, memories, things that happened, experiences that you had. And sometimes your healing work is just sitting down 
and remembering what happened to you and feeling sorry for yourself or sending love to yourself or forgiving yourself. And sometimes that healing energy will make you make different choices about your physical self, about the food that you put into your body, about allowing yourself to rest, about, um, you know, all, all sorts of different different things you know one of the things for me recently on my healing journey has been stepping up to actually get my neck and shoulders sorted out you know I I see a masseuse regularly when I can when it's not locked down um to be able to get my neck and and shoulders sorted out but actually I decided that it was still holding me back and I've been seeing a cranial osteopath so you know sometimes you will just open up to a new idea about how you should be treating yourself And sometimes it will be debilitating thoughts, uh, self-worth, ideas you have about yourself that you need to work on changing, reactions to situations that you need to work on refining. So there's no, you can't go to a healer and say, uh, my knee hurts and the spiritual healer puts their hands on you and the energy goes into your knee and the pain goes. It might work like that if that's how the spirit world wants it to. But ultimately, there will be a cause and a reason and something you need to deal with so that that energy can release. And that's one of the things that I think is really important and people don't talk about, people don't understand. You can't go to a Reiki healer, have a 45-minute Reiki treatment and leave fixed. Gosh, I wish. I wish it worked like that. What happens is that Reiki healer will pour energy into you, pour that love into you, and then that will flow through your body, flow through your soul and your energy, and then it's up to you to deal with whatever comes up as a result of that. And of course, as always, you have free will and choice. So if you choose to put it back in a box and ignore it, you can, but then you won't heal from it. That is not the Reiki healer's responsibility, it is yours. So it's one of those things that's really important to understand that, you know, there is, unsurprisingly, I think, uh, no quick fix, no disempowering way of being healed where you go and see someone and they heal you and it's done. You have to still put in the work and the effort. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't think Reiki is amazing because I'm sure, as you all know, I'm a Reiki master and an angelic Reiki master and I think it's incredible. But I think you have to understand what it's going to do for you and it's not going to take it all away. You're going to have to do some work too. You're going to have to look at yourself, spend time with yourself, listen to yourself. But... The Reiki healing or the spiritual healing that you've called in yourself or you've got from a healer, whatever that healing energy is, it will give you the strength to be able to do that. It will give you the energy to be able to do it. I mean, so many people that I meet are just running on complete empty, complete empty. I don't know how they get going every day because they're so empty. And actually, that Reiki energy just gives them a little bit of power so that they can deal with the stuff they need to deal with. When you're running on empty, you can't, you can't just, you can't make the changes you need to because you've got nothing left to give. So that's the basis of healing, it's it brings peace, it brings 
love. I think one of the greatest things is to know that you are loved, know that the spirit world are with you, know that that energy is available and also just to have a break. I love going to see a Reiki healer even though I can heal myself because it's actually 45 minutes where I'm not in charge, I'm not in control, somebody else is behind the wheel and I get to just drift off and enjoy it. So when you're working with healing energy, yeah, the possibilities are endless, but it has, it's almost, you know, like everything, it's what you put in, you get out. So as somebody being healed, you need to do the work and, you know, face up to stuff, face up to yourself. I always think it's the self. We always think it's other people, what other people did to us. And then we go on the healing journey and go, oh no, it's, it's all about me and my relationship with me. Marvellous. And I've been on this journey, you know, when I first started working with Spirit, um, I had my cooking business and I was working ridiculous hours and never making any money and exhausted, but so set on that was my lane, that was where I was going to be, that's what I was going to do, that I couldn't open up to any of the potentials or possibilities that the spirit world were bringing me. And that's the irony, isn't it? We ask, we ask for them to help us, but we don't create any. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Space for them to be able to help us. So why aren't you with me? Why aren't you helping me? Why is this happening like this? And they're there going, we would help you, but we can't bring any energy in because you've controlled every moment of every day and you never take a step down. You never unwind enough for us to be able to bring any energy to you. And I remember, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I remember when the dishwasher broke and it was honestly, honestly, it felt like the end of the world. And if you've been there, you will understand this, you know, and again, I understand that some people have it worse, but it was just the straw that broke the camel's back. I was distraught. I was cried. I thought that the whole world was against me. I was so miserable. Just another thing. How are we going to find the money? What were we going to do? All of that, you know, I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. I've got a cooking business. I'm going to have to wash everything up by hand, etc., etc., etc. And fast forward a year of working on my healing and working on myself and the washing machine breaks. And I went, oh, well, it's a machine. The universe will provide. I will have the money to replace it. And I did. I had someone book a course with me. In fact, I had four people book a course and it paid for a new washing machine for me. And I was really glad that my washing machine broke because it really gave me a moment to be able to see the change in me and my reaction from the result of all the work I'd put in to my energy and my healing so you know it sounds at the beginning it always feels a bit like you know as if that's going to do anything for me Hannah what are you talking about but it is 
cumulative, which I'm obviously having trouble saying today. And it is something that, you know, the more you do it, the more you open up to that energy, the more you change, the more you shift, the big difference you can have. So I do recommend um, that everybody works on their healing themselves as well as going to see a healer. Um, It can make such a massive transformation to your energy. And I guess now is a good time to mention that I have an online self-healing course, which you'll be able to find on my website. Um, It's www.readingsandreiki.co.uk. And that was given to me by the spirit world. It was channeled um, from my guides. And it's just, you know, I feel like I can say this because I don't feel like it's my work. I feel like it's theirs. It is the most amazing thing for changing energy it's had the most amazing results for people and it's all about doing a little bit every day something that we all find really hard and the other thing I want to say about healing um, is that you see so many uh, mediums healers sharing what I think is quite a damaging um, sort of line if you like that that if you just let go of it it will it will it will go and then you'll feel better and I just think that's a really mean uh way to think for people that are struggling because I don't think that things leave because you ask them to and uh, one of the things I talk about in my healing course is circles so I see healing not like a linear line with a destination but as a circle that you circuit round and round and round and round so the first time the first time you circle that circuit um, you're you know you're in shock it's really painful you can't believe what's happened you can't believe what you've gone through you can't believe how much that hurt And sometimes, like I said, that can be massive trauma. And sometimes that can be something you say to yourself, you know, and that's why you must never judge because impacts of energy can completely change depending on where you're at and your situation. So if you're feeling vulnerable and you say something horrible to yourself, then it can really impact you as well as things that other people do and things that we allow, you know. And the important thing here as always is to remember that we're, we're growing. We're here to grow. So you go around on this circle and you'll go around it once and it will be horrendous. And then you'll go around it again and it will be in your thoughts and you're still dealing with it. And essentially what happens is every time you loop around that circle, the charge from it becomes a little bit less. And every time you loop around it, you learn about yourself, you learn about your reactions, you learn what you could have done differently or how to deal with it. You grow in resilience, you grow in strength and you keep looping round and round and round on this circle as many times as you need to. And when you do that, um, it helps the energy to move because if you always view your energy as something that needs to move like a river imagine your energy like a river and so you're constantly having to allow that flow and every time you say something like other people have it worse or I don't want to think about that I only allow positive thoughts in here or I don't want to deal with this 
or anything like that. Anytime you just imagine yourself like a beaver putting a dam down across your river, you're stopping the flow. So your work with your healing is not to judge how you feel or the reaction that you're having or the fact that it keeps revisiting you. It's to allow yourself to revisit it. Allow yourself to sit with it. Remember how you felt. Remember what it did. Remember the knock-on effect that it had. Remember how you've changed. Look at how you'd react differently now. Look at how you've grown. Continue, continue, continue. And then one day that circuit will no longer need to be run round anymore and you will know that you've done it. But don't worry, there'll be another circle for you to work on because that's always the way it is. And of course, you can have multiple circuits. And sometimes you can think you've dealt with something and not hear from it for like five years. And then all of a sudden you'll be like, what? This is back. I thought I dealt with it. But because you've evolved enough to be able to receive from it another time, because we're always changing, we're always shifting, we're always growing. So... If you buy into that, I don't think about the past, I only move forward into the future. And if you judge it when it comes up, you're you're not going to deal with it and you're not going to get what you need to from it. And I think that is a well-rounded version of healing. I think it's about revisiting it, going through it and seeing the growth, understanding the lesson and lessening the pain and the reaction from it. So that's how I believe healing works. And I think that you know we have this real sort of it sounds like it's empowering but it's dangerously disempowering you know thing where we tell ourselves or other healers are saying it that we you know we should just release and let go and yes release and let go and yes try to think of positive things my goodness I'm not telling you that I want you to just only think about bad things because that does ruin your energy but if something keeps knocking at your door of your mind It needs to be addressed, not ignored. And the more that you ignore it, the more of a blockage it will create in your energy and the bigger the dam is that you will need to take down when you decide to face up to it. So that's the basis of healing. You know, and the main thing that you can do for yourself is spend time with yourself. Nobody ever does this. You know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes a day if possible where you just sit with yourself, no book, no phone, no TV, no conversation, and you just listen. And I have to say, one of the things that's really helped me with that is running, Um, you know, going out and just at the beginning, I couldn't think of anything, I have to be honest, because all I was thinking was that I may collapse at any moment. But actually, now I've got into more of a rhythm with it, your, your brain drifts, and you can find things coming up for you to deal with and thoughts. And it's, you know, it's like defragging a computer, just sorting through everything, sifting through it. You know, we don't allow ourselves time to do that anymore. And the other thing I want to say is don't judge your emotions. You know, so many people say to me, oh, I was angry, sorry, I was angry, sorry. Well, maybe anger has been sent with us in our form here as humans to be the fire and the impetus for change. What if your anger is a good thing? What if you're allowed to feel angry because in the future it will help you to put in better boundaries? What if that absolute fury will propel you into doing a better job next time? 
or to where you need to be. So try not to judge. Try not to judge how you feel. Try not to judge the the emotion. There's not good emotions and bad emotions. There's just emotions and they are telling you something. So listen to them. What are you saying to you? Because that is the basis of all healing. It's listening. It's listening to what you're saying and you're already telling yourself a story. You're just not listening to it. So that's my take on healing. And I have to say, you know, there's so many different amazing ways of healing and you have to find the right thing for you, whether it's Reiki, whether it's meditation, whether it's um, reflexology, whether it's homeopathy, whether it's counselling, you know, or a mixture of all of the above, sound baths, you know, osteopaths, there's massage, there's so many different ways that you can heal. But the important thing is that you listen, you listen to what that energy going into you says, what that energy coming into you tells you. The other thing I want to do quickly is just answer a question. Um, I think it was Amanda that asked this, apologies if it wasn't Amanda, but that's the name I've got in my head, so I'm sticking to it, about how healing works. Um, Reiki healing, where how we can do distant healing. So I love this. Now, in a nutshell, <clears throat> from the spirit world's perspective, time and space don't exist. Time and space are a human construct. Now, I would love to tell you that I've made complete understanding of that. I've integrated that into my knowing and I get it. But what actually happens is I meditate on it. I try and connect with it. I understand it for like a second. And then it's almost like my brain just goes and you can almost see a wisp of smoke coming out. And I can't get my head around it. I can't quite understand it to the level I want to. But if you understand that time and space don't really exist, to the spirit world, they're not there. And so when you're working with healing, um, you set your intention, you just send out that, you know, this is who I'm healing, I want them to receive it. And then you just trust that that energy will flow, and it does. You know, and when you're working with the angels, the angelic Reiki, it's kind of easier in a way to get your head around because you can say the angels are sending it to the right person. But even with the Zui Reiki, you can do long distance treatments. And it is amazing because if you can just allow yourself to receive it, you will feel it as if, you know, whenever I do a distant treatment, it's as if the person is right there in front of me. It's no difference. It feels no different to me. And I'm beaming that energy into them and I know they're receiving it. And sometimes I forget, I forget they're not in the room with me. And it's just for the sitter, exactly the same. The person receiving the energy, it's exactly the same. You know, find yourself a quiet space. Don't try and receive healing if you've got a kid climbing on you or a dog sniffing you. You know, be in a room where you're completely on your own. Put on some headphones if you've got some play yourself some meditation music and just set your intention to receive and it will feel exactly the same and sometimes you'll get tingles and sometimes you'll drift off and sometimes you'll fall asleep and sometimes you'll see colors and it's all just wonderful I recommend it wholeheartedly to anybody but it's yeah time and space don't exist so that's the best answer I can give you on that even though 
I, I can't really quite understand the physics of it. Um, I'm, I don't think I'm evolved enough. <laughs> but that is, you know, essentially it. It just goes with intention to exactly where it needs to be. So that's my little bit about healing. I'm hoping that's going to result in some healing related questions because I love talking about healing. Um, and I've dedicated quite a lot of time to healing and how it works. My own healing, I'm still on the healing journey myself. I'm not done. I'm nowhere near done. Um, but I'm still working through things and changing things. And in honesty, working with the spirit world on my healing has transformed my entire life. And it has changed my outlook. And even when things go wrong, they just don't affect me the way that they used to anymore. Because I'm more resilient and I've got more in my uh, battery, more in my pint glass, more of the good stuff and less of the bad stuff. So I'm more able to cope. And that's basically what it is. Healing won't take away the bad things, but it will make them more bearable, more easy to deal with. So if you've got any questions, you should probably know the email address by now, but I'll say it again just in case. It's podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk. That's podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk. I'd love to hear from you. Questions about this podcast and healing or questions about anything to do with spirituality, mediumship, I will answer them to the best of my ability with the knowledge that I have at this moment subject to change in the future because we are all on a journey. So thank you all so much. I hope you're all scrabbling off now to... uh, download healing meditations and sit with the spirit world sit with your guides and ask them to help heal you and see stick at it it won't happen on week one but it you might get something surprising if you keep on going enjoy thanks so much for listening to the podcast today i hope you enjoyed it As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.